0: okay well welcome back um it's been a minute what's up joe
1: uh well currently i'm getting over a sinus infection that caused laryngitis so uh Yeah, my voice will be going in and out. I'll see y'all bear with your boy. Oh, um, no. Yeah. You're
0: going to have to lay them hands on you, brother.
1: Yeah, I've been drinking tea. I'm on antibiotics. I'm on some pain meds. But, uh, you know, it's all good.
0: Yeah, it's all good. Work through it. Um,
1: I'm glad I'm still here. Yeah. Especially in these trying times. So, yeah.
0: Trying. Hello. It has been so crazy. So... We're coming off of not being here for a month, uh, partly because uh, a few days ago was the month anniversary of Hurricane Ida. And as you know, uh, the pod is based here in New Orleans and it's uh, been, you know, it's been a cute little scene around here, you know, trees all over the place. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I mean, just like food shortage, water shortage, um, shit, everything, gas shortage, your trash not getting picked up, uh, you know, things not being open. uh, And just in general, like everyone trying to come together to really support and be there for everybody who really you know, needs it and, you know, we all need it, but I think some of us are in a better position. And so trying to like really show up for folks. So I've been working on like doing a lot of mutual aid stuff and making sure that, you know, when we didn't have power, that folks had generators, that folks had gas for their generators, flashlights and all that stuff. Thanks to the great work that of all of our volunteers and all of our partnering organizations that have uh, sent stuff to us. So yeah, it's been, it's been intense.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine it's, it's like one heck of an adjustment. I know, like, say back in, when I was in college and uh, Katrina and everything was going on, just the the culture, the love that's shown amongst folks that live in, in New Orleans was always, uh, it spoke it spoke numbers to me. Like, uh, essentially, it's kind of like what the American dream is supposed to be. Everyone mm. helping each other to keep pressing forward. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Community. So has it, been... Yeah, exactly. So it's been, it's like, although it sucks that, you know, you all go through this pretty uh, quite often, I, I, it's very admirable how you all come together and, you know, build each other up and stuff. So that's pretty cool.
0: And I can't front, like, it being on the 16th anniversary of Katrina yeah. was like a trip. It was just like, you know, a lot of folks just trying to hold space for people who, were triggered by it and just really feeling like, oh shit, like this is a category four, nearly five. Um hurricane and you know while we were uh, some people say spared in a lot of ways uh, it just keeps eroding at the fact that like the people who don't have it really have it even less because they had to spend money on hotels gas and you know just trying to make it is difficult so Yeah, um, yeah we definitely you know are on the up and I hope that we can continue to show up for people who 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 needed the most mm-hmm.
1: yeah i i was i was um like i don't know how it is on the ground you know um but i i was i saw something about like fema had had given like over 600 million dollars of, of like relief in some sort of way so whether it's like insurance making sure people have housing food things like that How has it been being on the ground did they really have that Amount of uh, impact like I know, for example, you and, uh, and you know, your comrades have been going around giving gas, food, what have you. But like, how has it been for like the government?
0: um yeah like, like what's how, the government like what's been their doing?
1: impact been on the ground
0: well you have to remember this is a whole statewide yeah. thing right so 600 right. million I don't know if that's a number or not uh, uh yeah, or actual state, but or you know so that's just yeah. over a whole state and I'll say you know what they I think they did say was every person would get at least 500 um for being a part or every household uh for being in in the state I' got a single pin or whatever you know um, Damn, that's yeah and so I haven't gotten wow. anything but um, you know there was a lot of um people going out of state people going into hotels well you know that's that ain't nothing but three nights you mm-hmm. know at a hotel four nights uh, yeah. if you're somewhere that's you know given a $79 a night type of situation mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and so um, and you already know what $79 is gonna get you. Um, yeah, it's not gonna get you
1: much at all. Yeah. Um,
0: wow. it's given uh, flea bag, um, yeah. but uh, <laughs> bug. yeah, it's given bed bugs, but so you know, th- that's on not sheets. stretching. Like, you don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. but yeah, I do know some folks who have gotten who've been able to, you know, um, uh, get FEMA to pay for some of their hotel nights and, you know, et cetera. I, uh, personally, me myself, applied and haven't gotten much. So, well, and by much, I mean zero. Um, you know, uh, we're gonna try and keep loving on our folks. We know that um October seventeenth is our official and annual Black and Brown Get Down. Uh, this year it's a brunch. Go on to the IG page to get more information. Also we'll be emailing out uh, confirmations to folks who uh, applied and uh will actually get an invitation to come. Uh, that'll be October 17th. Um, yeah, we could oh. do, you know, there's so much that's been happening. Um, mm-hmm. Let's, you know, give a little uh, rapid fire hot takes. How you feeling that's
1: about fine. that? Oh, that's cool. I, Let's start off with Emmy's continuing to be so white,
0: whack, and <laughs> so predictable. You know,
1: yeah, definitely. Like, like you want to use us to be like to present. So we good enough to come into the and in, into the room, but you don't really want us to sit at the table and eat. Right. So yeah,
0: yeah, predictable, uh-huh. um, trash, definitely. Nicki Minaj.
1: I actually don't know what's going on with her, but, you know, by the, by the look on your know, smile, in, in... I think it's whacking trash, too.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, apparently there were some comments left out of what she said. I don't know beyond uh, what has been reported, which is like she was telling people not to vaccinate because... Oh, wow. um, her cousin in Trinidad uh, his balls got big or some what? shit enlarged oh, it was wow. just it was some bullshit anyways to me she it was
1: right. University, right,
0: <laughs> right it was it was um, a lot anyway but to me you know so then her and uh, my girl from MSNBC Joy got into it
1: but oh here's one good thing uh, your boy uh, Governor Gavin Newsom won his recall, so woo, woo, shout out to California.
0: Right, and that was amazing because he like won it by, it was you know people were worried that people weren't going to come out because in a recall election you actually have to come out. The folks mm-hmm. who are in support have to like, come out and say no, do not do the recall. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like when you reading the um the ballot, you know they all. like always strategically word things so if you're not privy to what's really going on you could have really made a big mistake but yeah shout out to him for winning i know when i went to go vote i was like who are all these people it was like twenty some people that wanted to be governors like i never even heard of you what are you doing what you gonna do for me but yeah shout out to california for getting it right
0: yeah um and i mean the Fucked up part about it is that taxpayers in California had to pay for the millions of dollars that were spent on this election. Right. And so to me, you know, the Republican Party conservatives and the Republican Party in California trash because that that money could have gone to good use. Yeah, for sure. To giving people Thanks a so living wage, in. to paying right. for people's, you know, health insurance, to you know, you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so much.
1: All right, next up we got R. Kelly.
0: <sighs> just a.
1: On all counts.
0: On all counts, just yes. yeah, fuck woo I know, man. <laughs> it's trash because we can't listen to that tp too
1: that's what i was saying like i had a moment the other, i ain't gonna lie i was in um you know I, never mind i'm not gonna talk about my personal business but i will say that you know sometimes uh, you was having a, a sexy moment, night no no not not having a sexy night but i did like one of the you know one of the homies <laughs> was djing and i went to go you know support him at his set and I was like, dang, this this would be a, you know, as the night goes to a close, and like, dang, this would be a really cool moment for like some, some TP too. Like, like some feeling on your, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. you can't even listen to anything so horrible.
0: Not with integrity, no.
1: No, yeah, it's just bad. And like, low key though, L- low key. Like, what I noticed though is, you know, you start thinking back about, you know, songs and stuff. This fool was telegraphing what he was. He was telling us what he was doing for all these years. We just weren't paying attention. It's kind of like he got, he had like some sickness. Well, obviously he's sick in the head, but like, it's like he got off with saying the stuff that he said. Like, like th- this fool had the audacity to refer to himself as the pie piper. Like, what? Why is that okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, sorry. I can go on and on about him. But yeah. yeah.
0: And I think the thing is, like, how do we... Because uh, there are, for real, 100% people who... Are, I mean, people who are 100% sick in our community, right? Yeah. And how do we uh, support them? How do we... um you know get them to a place where uh, maybe they're not well but at least they're not hurting other people and I think you know what makes this situation so sick is that uh, he had a whole group of people around him Mm. uh, like holding him up and conspiring on these Mm -hmm. motherfucking racketeering and Mm -hmm. you know and all of these counts Uh, I thought racketeering I didn't I don't know why I thought it was just like laundering money but it was like
1: (laughs) Or a drug could, situation. <laughs> yeah, I thought it
0: was drug related. I, you know, yeah. I was just like, oh, he was doing, yeah. he was on that drug stuff too. No. Selling bodies. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. You know.
0: So yeah, uh, it's a no for me. Um, Texas abortion law. Uh, oh, yeah. Six weeks. Big tripper. Yeah, Yeah. Big you ain't tournament. even had a miss. Like I'm be like, oh, I missed my period, you know, and then you get off you eight weeks. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, fuck Abbott, fuck Autumn people, like <laughs> real shit, yeah. you know, because uh, it's Texas, just they
1: always try to make it seem like they're so progressive. You're really not. Like who said they was progressive? <laughs> I don't, that, that's just people. I don't know.
0: Progressive for the I South? Just, I mean, I guess. Progressive yeah. as it relates to, I don't know. Paris. Yeah, Alabama or the some Republicans. shit. Republicans. <laughs> mm-hmm. To people, you know, lawmakers in yeah. South Carolina in the 1800s, <laughs> you know, right. bullshit. But uh, no, nah, not progressive yeah. at all. Um, yeah yeah so but we have to keep fighting it and we got to make sure that that shit is overturned so that's that on that um
1: oh i got another one um governor newsom signed a bill to return bruce's beach to the descendants of uh, original black owners oh right um yeah so that was really dope um so for those of you who don't know like there was a couple back in the day that Built up a resort for Black folks um, in the early 1900s, and then they were ran out of Manhattan Beach by you know a bunch of white folks and uh, people that wanted to, just to stay behind. So um, yeah, you know they got they got what's theirs.
0: I love it, and I mean Haitian migrants and the oh, Biden yeah, administration yeah. Uh, yeah. just doing the most, the most um, to keep over 1400. Um, migrants who are uh, under a bridge at Del Rio trying to seek asylum. Seeking asylum is 100% legal and is our human right. Um, And the Biden administration sticking on with all of the Trump policies, uh, like Title 42, uh, to not just make sure that people can't, uh come into the country uh given covid etc but making sure that there's flights going back and taking mm-hmm. people back to haiti
1: even if they weren't coming from haiti because so a lot of these people had gone to like mexico brazil what have you yeah and now they're being shipped back to haiti and say for example they hadn't been there in 10 years yeah so it's like, well, and as soon as they get over there, they're looking at the, at, at those that are, excuse me, folks that are there are looking at those that are, that are being sent back there as, oh, this is the come up season. Like, obviously y'all got money because y'all came from somewhere else and we know our infrastructure is, is so horrible right now. So, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and rob you. Like, it's tons of people getting robbed as soon as they get out over there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And they're not even carrying, I'm sorry, they're not even carrying out this whole Title 42 thing correctly because they don't even have probable cause to just kick them out. Like you're supposed to test them or, or what have you. They're just automatically sending them back to Haiti. It's like, come on, bro.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's it's um, There's uh, a lot there that I think that mm-hmm. uh, people need to dig into and uh, shame on. President Joe Biden, the people, uh, the people's uncle. Um, right. can't be my uncle, because uh, my uncle wouldn't do no, no stuff like that. You know, um, there's, but what I love about uh haitians and what i love about immigrants is we give two fucks yeah. <laughs> about yeah. your borders right. uh right. because really all of this land belongs to those who work yeah. it. and i'm gonna tell yeah. you the people who are working in the land are black and brown people right. are indigenous right. people who uh, are we're just like yeah be out like so people coming across the seas Coming in through Panama, walking. I hear there's eighty-five thousand uh Haitians in in Panama mm. right now. Um walking and bro, they gonna walk all the way to that border in oh, Mexico. Yeah, sure. And they oh, gonna yeah, get sure. into this country. Yeah. And so yeah. I just love it, right? Because uh there's just it shouldn't have to be like mm. that, right? Like we should mm-hmm. obviously have much more care, much more uh just uh dignity and humanity Mm. for folks Mm. but the fuck that the fact that our the fuck that uh the fact that our spirit is just like fuck that we going we off you know uh i I love it i love it for us i love you know that that is um a part of you know who we are but shame on uh president biden and shame on kamala all them people yeah
1: it's 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 one thing to like recognize what's going on because she was saying people shouldn't be treated like that but it's like okay oh right because so they whipping us the, the, they whipping the us the
0: images are
1: whips horses yeah. white men us back to the 1800s like what what are mm. you what's going on you know what I'm saying it's ridiculous yeah it's spinning it's, around lassos and st- like what right man alright
0: what kind of wounded knee bullshit is this it's genocide you know yeah, and it's it um, and it's uh, like there's no way to justify it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why, you know, uh, mark my words and hope no one ever digs this up to uh, prove me wrong. But I'll never work in anyone's government because there were tons of activists and EDs from organizations that went in to the administration who were. Picked and, you know, went into the administration to work in the administration on these very specific issues. It's like having that representation (laughs) of um, of those issues and of those people who are like highly radical, radicalized and progressive people in the administration. You realize you just a cog in a wheel like you actually not moving anything. Especially if this is the first time in real life people have seen Black migrants, right, coming into this country in the news in the way that we see it right now. Although we know there's been all kind of, you know, uh, if we're talking about Nigerians, if we're talking about Ghanaians, if we're talking about um, whether you have visas or not, right? But uh You know, we know Cameroonians, et cetera, people from Jamaicans and people from the Caribbean who have been here. And so to me, I just I don't see how um, and I know the people ain't going to like this, but uh, my sis with her Jamaican and Indian background and all the people who are in there like, you know, that means diversity, inclusion is a motherfucking Mm. hoax. Like, it's important and it's part of it, but if you can't fully, if you're at the table, but you can't fully operate at the table, then I don't want Mm -hmm. to be at that table. It's not enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, you see it in in corporations all the time. It's like, they'll throw money to that to check off a box, but is there being actual change coming from, you know, these dollars that are spent? And a lot of the time it's not. It's like, oh, here, put a program in here. Put a program here, put a program here. Let's have a um, let's have somebody, you know, run this through the media or whatever. We checked off this box, but it's like, is it actually promoting change? Um, so yeah, if if you're in that kind of position, you gotta go back yeah. to the drawing board and be like, you know what, this yeah. is me. Or something you doing gotta there change. There was
0: a huge earthquake. Yeah, there was a huge earthquake this summer in Haiti, there was just one not too long mm-hmm. ago, I mean the president, you know, was killed, his wife, you know yeah, yep, there was yep. an attempted murder on her, she's actually now back mm-hmm. in the country, she a G. she's a back in the country and uh, the people are loving on her because they know like time's up, and I hope she runs and, you know, wins that seat um, but, yeah, it's just you know, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, so much of this country and the narrative around this country of the American dream and, you know, uh, and that, you know, on one port at, uh, and in one side, right. Ellis Island, we welcome people with this very uh, specific type of, uh, welcoming and, uh, on a different border, you know, it's, um, it's whips and, you know, uh, all you get is a ham sandwich and and a bottled water for the day,
1: if that. They're throwing them in prison. Yeah, they're putting yeah. them in prison. Well, like, then they come, come on detention man. centers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Whereas you know other folks come from you know other folks that don't look like us come from where they wherever they come from and they set them up with like a whole little tent and everything at like say an army base or something. But you putting our people yeah. in prison. When they sick they're seeking the same yeah. freedom, quote unquote right. freedom. Yeah. Freedom.
0: Anyway, it's a no for me. It's a no for you. I it sounds like. Um
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Just... Um, well, moving on to Black Love and Brown Pride. This week we have um Tanaz Jackson, uh, who is a native from New Orleans. She grew up in the Treme and Gentilly area at a very young age. Her mother started a nonprofit called uh, People's Community Organization. This nonprofit became a resource hub in the Treme, uh, acting as a food bank and after school program for kids, uh, kids house, uh, as well as a safe haven for victims of domestic violence. Having grown up in this environment, and for several years living above uh, the food bank itself, Tanaj always knew the importance of giving back and uh, filling her time with community service. Man, service is so important. I love this. Um, As she got older, service and giving back evolved into joining the Kiwan's Club International Family, uh, a community service organization that she was a part of for uh, over six years. That led to two service years as an American core, um, during disaster relief. Um, this is amazing. I love it. Most recently, Tanaj has started her own community initiative called the seventh war triangle in October, 2020. Um, the motto is take what you need and leave what you can. I love that. Um, Mm. The Seventh Ward Triangle serves as a community hub that provides perishable and non-perishable food items via community fridge, clothing, and financial assistance when resources are available. And a host of other support services for neighbors that need it the most. It's mutual aid. That's what's up. Uh, Aside from that, she is a licensed massage therapist. And currently assisting, directing, assistant directing a show at uh, Noma Sculpture Garden. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, She'll be performing in a children's show this fall and is the collective liaison for The Radical Buffoon, a woman with many hats and a huge heart for her community. Tanaj Jackson, welcome. Yay, thank you. Um, we are going to jump right into it. What is your earliest memory of community? Uh, that you draw from, and whose spirit do you bring to this work? Ooh,
2: okay, I know hell <laughs> <you> when <know. time. laughs> well, we oh, were just bouncing. Just the first we was just uh, we- uh, right
0: we're
2: talking. About- okay. Um, so first experience of community, probably one my family because we're I feel like we're fairly distant as far as like communication every day, but like once the whole family gets together, it's like hey. And then also having my mom do her own community organizations. Like I've always just seen like communities in some form together.
0: She probably bring her
2: spirit to this, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of the time I'll call her and be like, mom, so this happened. What do I do? And she'll, and she'll like give it to me straight up and I'm like, oh, okay. You didn't have to yell at me like that. <laughs> you could have just said it. Okay. Yeah. So definitely her, probably my grandma burned too. Cause she always was like, she was like the matriarch of like mm-hmm. my mom's side of the family. So pulling her into everything that I do as far
0: as like my little pantry and just bringing people together. Well, you know, nothing we do is little. So you talking about, <laughs> we'll get into it in a second, but, uh, the very big and extensive work around making sure that our community is fed. Uh, it's amazing. And so thank you for your work.
1: So tell us about your journey. Why did you create the Seventh Ward Triangle and how did it get you to where you are today?
2: I don't I, feel, I don't feel like I'm even anywhere. It just feels like something that I'm I'm doing, like like something that's like always a part of my life. Um, and I honestly started the Seventh Ward Triangle because when I first moved into my house uh, in the South Seventh Ward, um last September people were going through our trash they were ringing our doorbells for money and I was like we don't have any money to give you but I can probably give you some food and so I just started putting out a little rack with canned goods from the house I was like taking like five or ten dollars every couple of days and just go and get a few things and leaving it out and I was like let's see if I get yelled at for doing this because we didn't know the neighbors at that mm. point And they were all pretty receptive of it. And then eventually like the rack got stolen. And so as things like kept getting stolen, I was like, okay, what else do I have that I can put out and keep doing? (laughs) (laughs) And people just started kind of donating from there. And then now it's like, it's a whole giant fridge. It's a little like pantry that somebody sent me from like Massachusetts somewhere. Nice. Like it's just coming from all over the place. And I'm like, okay, this is good. So I have to keep going now. A little too late to turn around. Now where is the se- the South Seven? You know what? Like that's what I was they like. Wait, hold me. on.
0: <laughs> where is the South Seven War? I have
2: lived here my whole life. I've never heard of the South Seven War, but it's on the map as okay. the South Seven War. And okay. when we moved in, uh, mm-hmm. like my neighbors, uh, well, like one of my my white neighbors was like, "Oh, we like to call it the South Seventh War." I was like, "What is that? We don't know cardinal directions." Like right. we can't. I don't. I was like, I guess, and then I had to start looking at the talking mouth. about the river. Yeah, right. that's that exactly <laughs> what I did. I was like, okay, I guess if the if the the Mississippi down here, and like I had like actually doing math and like like the little meme of the lady. I'm like,
0: oh. yeah. So where is the the um, the community hub? The south. Or the seventh ward triangle. It's just right in front of my house. Okay, wait, like. What streets
2: are we talking about? <laughs> um, it's on Toro Street, twelve oh six Toro Street, and Murray. And because okay. I used to have it like on the corner at the stop signs because I was a little nervous. I was like, "Do I actually want people coming to my door?"
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And so, so as on things, Toro Murray. Yeah, but as things started getting bigger, I was like, "No, it's fine. People know me now. I'll Just sit yeah, it right yeah. here next
0: to my just my stoop." That's amazing. Okay, so describe it for us. We, you have a fridge that gets stocked. Yes. So it's a donated
2: fridge. I forget who it was. It was somebody that owns like an uptown pub. And they like, I started with a mini fridge that I don't even know where I got that from. Like people have honestly been, they're like, oh, you want to do something? Here's a free thing That's to amazing. help you along the way. And so I started mm. with the little mini <laughs> fridge and a guy in our community built a little house for it. I love it. And then one day I, I was struggling to like. Somebody out. came and
0: painted it. Huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, somebody came. Well yeah, one of my neighbors came and painted it. And then one day I didn't put like the little like electric strip in the door, the gate. And so that night somebody took it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's what happens. Hmm. <laughs> and I was so sad. I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then the next day somebody came. They were like, I got this fridge on my truck if you want it. It's like, oh. Okay, thank you. How do I set it up? What do I do? And they like had a pallet for us, and then the same guy came and built a house for that one. Amazing. And yeah, and they've like waterproofed yeah, it.
1: That's dope.
2: I definitely Oh, so now it.
0: everything is like set. Yeah. Like, even still runs into your house. Yeah.
2: Like still comes through the house. Uh, nobody can take it now because it's so big Mm. and i did have like a little mini fridge because somebody was like oh you just want to replace your mini fridge here's a mini fridge and so we had two fridges going at one point and then eventually that one died so i just let it go yeah
1: so so is this on the side of your house
2: it's right in front so we have like like a little duplex like two shotguns next to each other so it's like my Uh stoop my neighbor's stoop and then we have like just in front is everything
1: Oh, yeah. that's dope! That's really cool. Wow. Yeah,
2: some people have really that's cool awesome. looking ones, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should upgrade mine. But no,
0: it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. What's important is that there's mm-hmm. food it's in food it. in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, and you guys also have a clothing. Um, yeah. So I definitely took on a closet a lot. Yeah.
2: So a lot of people that have the fridges just do the fridge. Some people do the dry pantry. But I decided I also wanted to give out clothes. So you have a
0: fridge, a dry pantry, and a closet. and a closet. And let's just do it all. One-stop shop. Target. Might as well. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) It's it's basically free
2: Target. Like, I have so... Like, sometimes it's really nice stuff. Like, people will bring me, like, wine glasses. I'm like, you know, like, maybe not glass, guys. But thank you for the thought. And people will still take it. Like, as long as they take it before it falls somewhere, it's fine.
0: So I do want to go back to the uh, I want to hear you talk more about your mom, because I know your mom had Uh. a community uh, org that kind of did similar work in terms of being able to um, to feed folks in the community. And I hear maybe she was like a foster mom. And so I want to just hear about this giant in your life, because I know that's so much yeah. she's contributed so much to the work you do it's it's so, so I'm first like, of all, what's her name my mom's name's deborah jackson all right miss
2: deborah um, jackson shout out to miss deborah, deborah jackson. jackson oh she i feel like i talk about her so much because i'm like it really is the reason that i'm doing all this but she uh like she started her organization probably like right after i was born basically like maybe 30 years ago and she just started by herself like she got like like food like basically the same thing like she was like taking my dad's clothes taking my dad's blankets and was like oh i gave that to a homeless man that was fine though right and eventually she just became like this community hub like she used to one, I come to my school to do like safe sex talks, which I did not appreciate. That was Mom awful. Moms. Yeah, <laughs> moms. Um, she used to, uh, you know, have the food bank. She did like battered women forums. Like she was basically kind of like a, also a hub for domestic violence victims, mm-hmm. like everything. Like I can't think of much that she did not do in that little space that she had. And it was such a, a community Which hub like people the tray, right? yeah yeah like at one point she did it out of uh saint augustine church's like rectory mm. and then she did it out of a building on claiborne and saint Anne. yeah it was Claibor- claiborne and saint Anne, and we lived like in the top of it so like every day just going to school and coming home i'm like i just see these people and some of them i still remember mm. so i'm like oh like I forget that these people weren't like your friends friends like but they were people that you fed every day and they would always like look out for us they're like all right i, I made sure your daughter got home safe last mm-hmm. night who was that boy she was with I'm like actually i don't need y'all to right, tell right. Right. All my <laughs> business. <laughs> let's keep it down a little bit and just seeing like she would never put up a wall of you know like oh these are just my customers these are just my clients it was just like no we all family we all in this together Like I'm feeding you today, like tomorrow somebody else might need to help me. Like so it was it was so refreshing to not even know that I was growing up in that space. And then once I got older, Mm. adopted the same things like Mm. doing community service organizations and then now I'm able to do this. And so when things do go missing outside, I'm like, Mom, what do I do? And then somebody was selling our waters like down the street. And she's like, (laughs) you gave it away for free, didn't you? Yeah. But he's selling it, ain't none of your business. Mind your business, hello. go back and I was like, oh. hello, mama. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now I try to help the other like organizers. I'm like, no, you just gotta let it go. Like, no, but they were selling it yeah. outside and they were selling it to my neighbors. Did your neighbor buy it? I think your neighbor's fine. Like you just kind of just keep it moving. And you can't give away something and expect to tell them what to do with it. Yeah, like you don't get to do yes. that. And that was that was like Wisdom. the hardest thing to learn and like just accept to be like, nope. Once it's out here in the pantry, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just make sure it's clean, make mm-hmm. sure it keeps getting filled, and just walk away. Yeah, that's probably my
0: favorite that's lesson that was smart. hard. That's it probably is. super smart. Listen, if I got some bottled water, like if and I know I need money. I need cash. Yeah, I may mean, exactly. not be thirsty in that, moment, in that moment, but I need cash. I have to. am gonna go slay this. People. Yeah, I'm gonna go slay
2: this water. Like, if somebody won't pay me two dollars for this water and y'all put the whole case in there, like, is that my fault? Right. It's like, damn, I get that. Like, your rent is due. You don't. You're not thirsty right now. You got they came rent.
0: With they bug buckets <laughs> to get that water, sis.
2: They do. <laughs> like some some guys I will see coming with like carts. Like some days they be like, oh, people always bring stuff right now, and they'll come. I was like, so what you doing? oh, is it okay if I take this? I don't care. I just want to know what you're doing. i help you put it in your bag. That's fine. Like, it's for you to Mm. take, like, do what you need to do. Like, as I can't give you a job, I can't really give you money. Like, take care
0: of yourself. Yeah. Mm. Just be safe. (laughs) I love it.
1: Yeah, you still used to be a blessing to someone else, even if they go ahead and do their own yeah thing.
2: and like, it does so. happen like they'll take like a lot of people mm-hmm. don't have transportation like so if you have the means to you know bring your bike or your little buggy cart and get a case of water or something and bring it back to your bridge family like that's cool like because yeah. a lot of times they do take mm-hmm. care of each other like they have their own community that I still don't know about yet I'll be trying to get involved but I'm not in the club
0: so it's fine yeah Man, but if you got a cart and you pushing it down the street, that means you know all kind of sciences. You know yeah. how to unlock the cart. You know how to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see somebody and I'm like, every week he got a new cart. I wonder. Or it must he- be an old school cart, but this person got oh, a new cart. He
2: got a new cart every week. And I just, like, and sometimes we'll hear him and we're like, oh, cart guy's here. Let me go give him this bug spray and ask him out. Yeah.
1: Low key though, you probably need a different car every week in New Orleans. Ooh, Joe oh, said a word. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's not supposed to be shade. I'm just saying, we gonna call this spade a spade. Like, yeah, uh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, nah, bro,
0: that came off the shade. <laughs> but low key, my <laughs> street bloop, 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 bloop. is so trifling. <laughs>
2: Yeah, my street's not good. I got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no. I don't know where he getting them from, though. I be
1: praying. I be praying for Mary. When yeah, that Prius. the priest is slow. I've been in them passenger the passenger seat, low. like, Papa, here oh. Here, my stuff under my car, and I just stopped. I'm like,
2: oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt something dangling under there one day. I was like, what kind of pothole was mm. that?
0: Right. Like, so long as there's no leaks mm. and so long as, like, yeah, and no lights in the car. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any lights in my yeah. car. I have um, three right now, but it's all right. right, right I don't understand that life. I yeah,
2: I mean, the things are fixed, but I didn't go to Toyota to get them fixed.
0: Uh, okay, so, so they didn't take yeah, the lights they off. They don't know how Got to it. take it off. Got it. Google this. <laughs> um, You know, you had this uh kind of movement happening before uh, it sounds like it started during COVID, um, yeah. but then it really popped off uh, during Hurricane Ida. Um, so the Seventh War Triangle has been, you know, happening, but in general, you know, there's... Um, all of these groups and organizations that have started uh, working together in the community to do similar things, right? These community hubs, these community fridges. Um, so what were you thinking? I mean, I know because so much, and we did this work within our organization, our voice, but, um, what were you thinking once you know you heard the, the storm was coming uh so as it was making landfall were you thinking i mean obviously you were thinking about chewing you your family but what were you thinking as it relates to the fridge and like now there really being a need uh to feed folks and uh what was your experience like the next couple of days after the storm yeah
2: well initially i wanted to stay because I- I feel like that's like a very New Orleans thing. It's like, no, I'm just I'll be fine. I'm just going to stay here. But we did end up leaving, going to like Texas for a couple of days. And then once like the storm had actually passed, we came back and somebody, you know, I was trying to figure out like how we can help, how we can do more. Like we're in Texas. Like, what can we bring back and fill my little Prius with to help people out? A, the Pri- the I got Prius I got <laughs> like I got a little hatch
0: bag like right. I could fit so much stuff in there Yeah, like,
2: that you is a whole that life. one uh, seat down listen once the hatch is open we are it's open <laughs> <laughs> so that was all that was my goal because i am never I never really try to we do get uh, monetary donations um but like I was not thinking to even ask for it. And then one of my neighbors was like, maybe you can like ask people for money. Like it's all, I always have to have somebody else to be like, ask for money because <laughs> it's never the first thing I do because it feels like kind of shady. It feels weird Then you have to like account for things and you know, everyone wants to see your receipts. Like, what are you doing? Like you have to kind of prove that you deserve the money yeah. or that's how it feels. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what, let's just ask and see what happens. And then people, <laughs> just came out of everywhere like donating my like i couldn't i had to just like sit my phone down one day i was like there's a lot of money in my venmo right now what do i do and just had Mm -hmm. to like reorganize and refocus like okay we're just gonna go to the store and we're just gonna get some things we're gonna like figure out what people need and so i just started going back and forth like uh i had some bunch of stuff from texas i was going back and forth getting gas and things from mississippi and I was like, we're just going to put Prius to work and keep going back and forth. But like constantly checking in with the neighborhood. Like, what do you yeah. need?
0: Yeah, I love that. Uh, I have a Prius and I ended up staying uh, during a storm. And when I tell you, I felt, you know, I was on full and uh, I was running around doing things and like dropping things off to people, gas, ice, you know, uh, what have you, food. And it was days after the storm, like literally nearly a week after the storm that I then was like, okay, um, I need gas again.
2: Yeah. The Prius, that works. It's amazing. Honestly, like, I I don't know what I would have done. Is
0: this (laughs) a sponsorship? Can we get a (laughs) second sponsorship? (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, it does, it does work. I mean, I feel sorry for folks who had gas guzzlers. Yeah. Uh, they really had to fill up, but, um, You know, I know right after the storm, there was so much of a need because everybody... If you didn't go grocery shopping, I don't care how much money you had, you weren't getting groceries, right? Yeah. You needed hot food like everybody else. Exactly. Needed hot food. Yeah. And I happen to live next door
2: to a chef and so I had her break in my house. I was like, go get stuff in my freezer. Go cook it. And she like started her own thing, like just from that from that. And like other people too. I and love like it. go yeah.
0: clean out my house and yeah. take whatever you want. Everybody who have grandmas who had them deep, deep freezers, <laughs> uh, they were in those deep freezers. Yes. Yeah. Um So, um, you know, this idea that we're talking about in terms of community, mutual aid, things that come from the community that are specifically for the community, it isn't necessarily new. It goes back, you know, um... Uh, decades, even if we're thinking about the Black Panther Party and um, the, you know, the breakfast, right? Uh, The free breakfast program. I mean, that's how we now in every school have free breakfast based off of the Black Panther Party and their work. Um, But it seems to have gotten more mainstream and traction, especially, you know, most recently in terms of um, mutual aid as a political act or as a way to help to politicize people uh, so that we can not just love on folks who don't may not have a certain you know whether it's food or housing or maybe a need, but also to get po- folks you know more thinking about <clears throat> there is a uh, a current uh, structure and infrastructure of profit, uh, but we need to make that infrastructure an infrastructure of care.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, we've seen a bunch of infrastructure fail us during the hurricane, whether that be energy, right? Uh, or whether that be um, sewage and water board or uh, the city's failure to make sure that the contractors were picking up trash. Obviously we talked about uh, trash and maggots uh, for a good 20 minutes before we started. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and yeah, um, You know, this is something that, like, we've all been trying to work with and grapple with. How do we create, you know, this infrastructure of care? How do we get people to buy into the idea to care for each other? And maybe people don't need to buy into it because they're already doing it, but how do we get? Um, beyond just community folks doing it, but making sure that businesses and specifically government and big businesses are buying into the idea of caring for us as a community rather than profiting from us.
2: Yeah. One big thing I saw that I was very surprised about is, you know, a bunch of these mutual aid organizers were individually kind of like coming together in their different neighborhoods and... just straight up like going to like mofo restaurant going to uh like a bunch of different places around here and being like what are you doing with your food mm-hmm. and the restaurants actually opening their walk-in freezes and being mm-hmm. like it's all gonna go bad we can't sell it because nobody has any money nobody has anything take what you need feed who you need to so I was very surprised to see that actually did happen why but- are you because people want to make money like they mm. like you don't you don't normally see that happening like every once in a while you might see somebody, uh, you know, an organization doing a little like tax write off type situation or like doing something for promotions, doing something to like make people think mm. that they are, you know, actually community. Yeah, Authentic. exactly. And that's not always yeah. the case. So the fact that people were doing it and the businesses themselves weren't advertising about it, like I only found out because I got like, I knew the people that were walking in these freezers and like, dude, they just gave us all this stuff. We're just going to go quick it. This is great. And so if we could get more people to do that, like tubes metery during COVID, they were just handing out bags, like lunches every day. And they're like, oh, so if you want a beer, we'll give you a beer too. Like, just come get it. And so like, I think the pandemic helped that a little bit, Mm -hmm. sad to say, but and then now we have, you know, the hurricane and so many people that are involved with the community already or working at these places, they're like kind of calling for people to be held accountable. It's like you can't expect to make yourself rich off the community and not also give back to these same people Mm -hmm. when they need it.
1: So when you're not organizing or stocking a refrigerator, pantry, closet, (laughs) Um, you're working as an artist and an actress. So you're currently directing a show at the Noma uh, Sculpture Garden, and you also do performing arts. Can you tell us a little bit about how uh, art plays a role in your life and how it intersects with uh, the work that you do? Yeah,
2: like I've been, I guess I would say professionally performing uh, for over a decade now, but...
0: Come on, since you were
2: five <laughs> <laughs> Professionally, people started giving me money around that time <laughs> you mean they weren't passing around <laughs> the hat at five? <laughs> i mean they probably were but then i was like okay i'm gonna just go get some candy so it didn't feel like mine um <laughs> uh, but no like i've been doing this for a little while now and it kind of just fits into the whole community aspect of yeah, like performing is is just you're mm-hmm. you're with people. Like the whole thing with acting is like mm-hmm. you're on stage, you now telling these like fairy tales or whatever else. But the whole point is you're telling the truth, and it might not be your personal mm-hmm. human truth, but it might be the truth of that character. Mm-hmm. And just trying to find a way to connect with somebody and make people think about something before they leave. So it all kind of just feeds into itself, like the community fridge mm-hmm. and everything. Like I I, I encounter so many like burlesque dancers, so many, you know, drag queens. So like everyone comes to the fridge, like in character, (laughs) out of character. And so I've like met so many performers even just doing this. And I'm like, oh, how did we not connect before? Like I've heard of you for so long, Mm -hmm. you know, and and Mm -hmm. it just keeps bringing the community together because it's like, I think at one point they were trying to stop like national funding for the arts and it's always a constant thing and it's like but these are the people that make up the community like these are the same people that need food these are the same people that like need help with utilities Mm -hmm. like these are the people that are the reason that you're coming to new orleans like so it's nice to be able to kind of see both sides of that and it's like because sometimes it's you're like oh you're a, you're an actor you could just get like a real job and it's like no this is actually really hard <laughs> you know and it's a choice i made to mm. you know choose a passion and something i love over actually making money
0: well no <laughs> and it is your gift to
2: give so did you right? go to school for it Yeah, it is and I, I did i went to uh the neighborhood playhouse in manhattan uh, it's like a little conservatory theater. It's like, it's been in around. In the big city. In the big city. <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> little.
0: <me>. Everything's little. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go off, sis. <laughs> it's, yeah. a little, uh, it's a institution little institution that's been no around for deal. hundreds of years. Yeah, no, go off. Get no it. No
2: big deal. A few people you might know went there.
0: Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Oscar award <laughs> winning. Yeah, give the list. Okay.
2: Oh, I do. I used to at some point. I was like, oh, this movie. They went to my my school. Right, right, I was right. like, "Oh God, I guess it gets annoying," but I still do it.
1: Right. Oh, I got a question for you. I'm sorry, this is really random, but how do you feel about the Emmys being so white <laughs> this past year?
2: Emmys <laughs> so white. It's usually every year. It's it's hard because there's so many. uh Yeah. Like there's so many like black people, brown people that are talented that could be yeah killing
1: it.
0: What show was it? Like Lovecraft.
2: How I was love sick.
0: Mm. Uh, first of all, I was sick mm. that Michael K. didn't get it.
2: That was, yeah, that was crazy. I'm like, I don't yeah. understand it. It's so hard to watch the show sometimes. I remember the whole, I think it was like mm. the Oscar So White movement that happened one year. <laughs> it was, yeah. Was like, what? yeah. And then I remember Natalie Portman or someone was like, here are all the straight white male directors nominated for best director this year. I was oh, like, right. yeah. oh, she did it. She said it. Wow. It's true, though. But there's so many more. Like I only recently just met like a female uh, like black director for a show. And I was like and I felt so bad because I was like, oh, my God, you're black. You're a director. This is great. And you're a woman. And she was just like, yeah, right. take it down a bit. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, this is so, and I told her why I was like, no, it's just so exciting. She's like, oh, yeah, I get that. That's cool. I love that she checked you and that she, she did. did it with love. She did. She was like, okay. You're
0: right. All you're right. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right.
2: Let's bring it back. Right, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. What's mm-hmm. your actual question, sis? Like, let's start there. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love wow. it. I love it. Now, um, I also hear you're uh, a massage therapist. Yes. I want to hear all about this because this whole idea of like body work and how you heal your body. We think it's just obviously what we put in our body and like these self help books we read and all these other things and meditation and breathing and, you know, but to actually have someone put their hands on mm-hmm. you and to have them work through different energy through your body and moving energy through your body. I want to hear all about it. I want to hear um like, do you recommend, how often do you recommend people getting body work? And then, like, do you get it yourself? How has it changed your life? I mean, get all up into it. So this is
2: something I've wanted to do since I was, like, 19. But it was just never, like, the right time. It was never the right time to mm. do it. Um, and I think maybe I was, I was like, scheduled to do it because I was traveling around for for a while. And the last place I was before I officially settled here, I was in upstate New York, and I was supposed to start massage therapy classes there. And I was like, let me just take my ass home. I'm like, I got it. Let me go home. And then I've, I've just been here for the last, like, four years. It's been great. Um, but And then I talked to some therapists recently, and they were like, no, baby, you're not. You weren't ready to be a massage therapist. Mm. And you have to, like, go through some things. You have to, like, mm. men- like, do some kind of mental clarity, mm. all types of stuff. And it's true because I at the time I was not really into like, I was like, I cannot sit and meditate, like be alone with myself, Mm. like just sit with myself and be okay with that. Or and then even like having someone else touch me to get work, it was Mm. it was a lot Mm. to take in. And so this was kind of my COVID venture. Mm. I was like, oh, I literally have nothing going on right now. Like, let me go do this, you know, a little licensure and uh, certification. And it was it was really good like even though it was COVID times i feel like i got a lot from some of my instructors as far as like you have to ground yourself you have to like not uh you know transfer any negative energy so if you're feeling mm-hmm. some type of ways like you need to like check yourself first mm-hmm. i was like really like all that goes into like just putting your hands on somebody and it's true i'm like not to get all foo foo, but like you definitely, no, I love it. Get yeah, like you, it. you, definitely feel the energy. Like sometimes when I'm just doing like intakes with people, I can definitely be like, "Oh, baby, you going through something right now?" It's like let's see, you know, like what I can give you, like what I can offer you, and like just go from there. And it, and it's really, it's it's been so great. I love it so much. <laughs> like oh, it's, awesome. it's definitely something I'm like, oh, I wish I could have done it sooner and be further along right now but like they said like you really have to go through some self-healing mm-hmm. in order to be able to offer this to somebody else wow and like as far as how often people should get it like it's it's definitely a case-by-case thing but like just for regular up keys, it's like no once a month like do it at least once a month like a full-blown like 60 or 90 minute massage but, like, some people, I'm like, no, baby, you need this, like, every week. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like until you start being able to, you know, like, let go of some things. Because a lot of, like, the physical stress we have, it's mental blocks. Or it's, like, yeah. stuff that were, like, past traumas and things. Like, you don't even realize it. It's like, oh, like, I've had, like, three people on my table in the past five days. And they all just cried. I was like, oh, we're just going to mm-hmm. keep going, though. It's all right. You just keep crying, sis. It's It's fine like any it's it really is just like a way to let go but you have to let yourself yeah like they'll start
0: crying on the table while you're
2: yeah and it's like they might be fine during the intake like telling you what's physically wrong with them or like what Mm. they've been doing you know for the last month or so and then like just depending on like the connection there it's like sometimes it's a physical release yeah you ever gotten mm. a massage
0: joe yeah (laughs) (laughs) how was that
1: but like how has that been um
0: let me get um, in your business. Home. You know when they ask you, how, when was the last time? A this is definitely a release. <laughs> my God, you know when they ask you, uh, when was the last time you got a massage? I hate when they ask me that because I feel like it's a low key judgment in that question. Like, yeah, a bit, but it's alright. Right. <laughs> right. Three years ago, my
1: girl. It's like you ain't taking care right. of yourself. That's correctly, implied. yeah, and I'm like, so okay, bad. Like, I have no like
2: poker face. And are you gonna
1: pay for this? Like right. <laughs> Yeah, it's It's
2: not not, that's the hard part. I'm like, don't even be sorry. I'm like, nope, the government should be paying for it, everybody should be getting two massages a month, like, and it should Mm, just be covered. Come
0: on, on. yes, say that again. Say that again. That is a demand starting right now. It's like you create the infrastructure of care. Yes, part of the infrastructure of care that we're building should
2: include what body work two body. massages a month like and it should be for free i like, love that nobody should be walking around like feeling pain because once you get a massage after like however long eventually you're just like oh like weird like i, I feel good but like now this other thing hurts and it's like because yeah. it's been hurting this whole time you just thought it was normal was
0: Look at it. When was I your last massage? Right, right. When was <laughs> my last massage? My sweetheart better, you know, uh, get off into <laughs> <laughs> What do
1: What do you do to de stress when people are, you know, having their release of emotions and hurts and? all the tears like what what do you do to cope with that after you're done after
2: my system? biggest thing i love a little spiritual bath like i'm going mm-hmm. in my bathtub and i'm locking the door and and so and i don't it's hard for me i don't like i love music but i like for me relaxing i'm like i want to listen to my show i already know what's gonna happen on the show so i don't have to watch it so i just get mm. my show going in the bathroom and i just like relax mm-hmm. for however long yeah i need to until i'm like oh i'm good to start what? the day
1: what's your show oh,
2: that's embarrassing oh don't don't uh, do it sis oh, don't okay,
0: share it yeah, don't, don't make mind. her share don't it listen, unless yeah, you know. want to i
2: mean yeah, i love okay. it it's
1: no i mean
2: everybody it. should watch it gilmore girls is a really good oh, show no. it's a really,
1: really no, i don't it's know like, nothing <laughs> about that uh,
2: everybody should the writing is so good y'all like, hell no
1: Oh, um man, man. after a long day <laughs> of stress I want to listen I want to like look at Martin or something like I know every little punchline and everything I just have yeah, the
0: Gilmore girls
1: But you said know, Gilmore man. girls that's cool I'm not going to yuck you <laughs> right out, so now, cool here's my question different. so
0: you said spiritual bath so like what does that mean to you like when you say like I'm, and, like, and does that involve the Gilmore Girls? <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. Yeah, how to Gilmore the
1: Gilmore mm-hmm. Girls? So spiritual.
2: technically, I mean, just spiritual you watch is to it. E- right, yeah, to anybody, right, whatever yeah. it is yeah, it's to everybody. The, but, yeah. but the biggest difference is like just setting intentions. Like, what do you want out of this bath? Like, how do you want to feel afterwards? Mm. And so, like, that's the biggest part. Like, if you're just getting in the bath, you are like, I got to get clean. Like, you can do that, but like. Mm. I'm usually, like, I'm, like, I got to clean the bathroom first because if I see something dirty, then I can't relax. And, you know, just, like, set your bath and, and tell yourself, like, or talk to whoever is there with you or whoever you want to be talking to. And i just, that. like, set I'll, an
0: intention yeah, before your bath.
2: It's, like, I want to have a clear head. I want to mm-hmm, have, mm-hmm. you know, better relationship with this. I want to, like, love myself a little more. Like, whatever it is, like – you tell yourself that and you just like keep speaking into the water and just you, you just get in and live your best it's life it's the cleansing and the clarity it's the cleansing and the clarity <laughs> <laughs> i love it
0: um
1: so uh what's next for you like what next what new milestone are you trying to hit like what what kind of ministry what other kind of ministry are you going to take on like what what's what's your next um, move
2: i think a lot of it is just getting a little organized to keep doing what I'm doing, but expand it a little bit. Because right now it is like just the fridge and pantry and free shop in front of the house. But ideally, I'd love like a little building. I'd love like a little space where I can physically like store more things for one um, and let people, you know, come in there a few times a week and just be like, OK, like, like, here's my little shopping trip. Um, and then I, and as far as like my own like work like I'd love to have I always like I just want a bus like I would love like a a physical bus or something where I can just like either use it for the pantry or like use it for my massage business and just like go to people that don't feel comfortable going to a spa or going to people that don't feel comfortable you know shopping the fridge in public because that's the thing like some people feel embarrassed they feel a little bit of shame So, yeah,
0: your intention could be like, oh, this is a community fridge. Yeah. Now I got to walk in front of the community to say I need some food from the fridge. Yeah. Especially on my
2: block. Like, people have been living there forever, and nobody ever really wants to admit, like, how bad off they are. Mm. You know? So, and when I first started the fridge, I, well, started the rack. Like, I put it by the stop sign. And then I would be a little bit of a creeper. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see who comes by, like to get my little Pop-Tarts. And like, I would see people like walking back and forth around it. And I'm like, is this normal? Like people just go walking back and forth mm. up the street. And then eventually they would like grab something and like look around to see, you know, who was watching them. And I'm like, yeah. you know, that's why I make it a point to like talk to everybody that I see. I'm like, no, this is a whole family. It's a community. Like you tell me what you need. Like if I got it, I'm gonna get it for you. Yeah. Yeah, give me a bus. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's get her a bus, <laughs> y'all. A bus. Uh, where can people find you if they want to get you that bus?
2: Um. Well, since Mark Zuckerberg's having issues right now, <laughs> no, he uh, gonna have issues tomorrow. He he they don't fix it. Gonna fix it. Yeah, but no, we have a Facebook oh, group. I think right now we have like oh,
0: Hallelujah. Oh, it's back. On. Instagram's back. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but yeah, we have an Instagram. We have a, a Facebook page. Um, I do not like technology, but I'm going to get like a an actual website working where people want to donate. They can go through there. Um, But usually I just have people message me and they let me know, like if they're bringing something bigger or if it's bulky so that I can prepare
0: for it. I'm here for it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm excited to uh, both keep building, but then also to contribute to. Um, the Seventh war Triangle. Yay! Definitely got a
2: lot more going on for the rest of the year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much. And we will be talking to you soon. And I think like I shared earlier, this is our last episode for the season. Uh, so what we're actually going to do is combine the juice and combine the rising ritual and do a little bit of looking back and, you know, uh, give a little love to all of our favorite moments. Joe. Love you. I think- and Hold on I now. Think- I got to give you the juice first. Um, well, you have the juice is what I'm saying. I got to show you a little love. Uh, I have been so grateful to spend this time with you. Uh, not just because you've come out at like some of the hardest and craziest moments in my life um, this season. Uh, it's been wild, y'all. Oh, but uh, also because uh, we had so much fun and so if thank you for being
1: could talk.
0: if the motherfucking walls could talk but they can't so what you gonna do is you gonna continue to be a vault and you're gonna continue to hold it now if anybody wants to start snipping on your fingers and ripping out your fingernails then you can say something but until then what you gonna do is keep being a great friend and a good listener uh-
1: Oh, but if they offer me that money for that memoir, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: you. <laughs> Good thing I ain't that important. But thank God, but... appreciate.
1: It. I receive it. I receive it. Thank you so much. It's been an <laughs> not I receive ride. it the way
0: you said it. Who you sound like? I you sound some it. kind of um <laughs> actor or something. Sounding like um, Al Pacino.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know.
0: So thank you, Joe. You've been amazing.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I would say likewise, too.
0: You love me. Here I, I go. Do. You know my
1: nerves sometimes, but you right. know, that's what... Right, right. you know, I'm sure I get on your nerves, too. We all get on each other's nerves. Yeah. But I think that's the thing about family. Like, um, mm. regardless of how how uh, heated conversations might get or things of that nature, it's, it's, it's always love. We I think we need more of that in these in these days and times. So, yeah. yeah. Beep, beep, yeah. Beep, beep, All right. Um,
0: okay. Favorite moments uh in for the season.
1: Uh, I think the one of the main ones that stick out to me was our conversation with DJ. For those of you who do mm-hmm. not know, DJ owns Baldwin and Co along with a bunch of other things, but it was just really amazing to see um, see and, and hear his story. Um, man, like, you talk about sacrifice to quit your job and move somewhere, like move back home to take care of your mom and then nurse your mom back to health when the doctors wrote her off. It's just, man, that was a powerful story and that's something that will always stick out to me and, uh, much love and respect to him. And man, that was just very motivating. Like, gosh.
0: Um a lot of folks don't know this but uh, in addition to like I think it's a great podcast uh a part of why I created the podcast selfishly was like to practice um like just fucking running it you know and talking and uh public speaking is this public speaking I guess so yeah um I used to get so so nervous when I would speak and um and it would be like 50/50 you know like 50 at bat. which is pretty good I guess in baseball Um, but 50 at bat public speaking it feels awful because the times when you don't hit it out the park you're like oh this is some bullshit but you know again my favorite moment is there's no favorite moment but it's like the energy of every conversation has felt like we have completely hit it out of the park every single time and so that just feels like one we're batting at 100 is 100 even a thing (laughs) Maybe no, it's a
1: thousand. Oh, it's a thousand, right? Because it's five hundred.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's five hundred and then a thousand. Yep. So, um, uh, and yeah, so it just feels like we've been batting at a thousand, which is uh, like you know hall of fame type shit um Mm -hmm. hello shout out to us (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then like we've had all of my favorite people and all of my favorite guests on starting out with david who i love and he just he took us deep and remember we had a big old Mm -hmm. launch party after that it was amazing um Yeah, we we talked to Evelyn about being a doula and about blackness and about being black in um, Latin America and what that means. And then we talked to one of my favorite and most best friends that's known me forever, uh, Vanessa Nisperos, and we talked about the boat. Um, we also talked, obviously, like you mentioned, to DJ, who's was amazing, and then to Will, uh, who's mm-hmm. actually going to be K yep uh the black and brown get down this year and bringing Mm -hmm. us an amazing authentic central american breakfast Bucks with us it's my favorite breakfast actually and i'm a breakfast Mm -hmm. girl um currently doing intermittent fasting because we got to bring that waistline in Ah! Mm -hmm. october 17th um black and brown get down (laughs) shout out to us um we talked to my homegirl, Ingrid Alvarado. Oh, and Alicia. Alicia. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It was amazing. Uh, and then, you know, Angela, child Angela came with it. Uh, and I just saw Angela not too long ago. She was actually here for my birthday. Uh, I love my girl. She's amazing. And she's been doing such a wonderful job of taking care of herself and raising her tribe. Um, just like Beyonce said, I'm raising daughters and y'all are pressed. Uh so yeah, it's been it's been lovely. And then today just ending so strongly and so lovingly and caring uh that caring energy uh that Tanaj brought. So it's been amazing. I'm just this is beautiful. I fucks with us mm-hmm. and a big ritual that like we always experience, uh, but we never talk about it as a ritual, is just looking back and like. Literally being on cloud nine of just like remembering and like the memories, right? Making memories, but then remembering all of these things and like holding them close and holding them near. And so the the to the extent that we can have time with our friends and our families and with ourselves and just remember all of the positive things in the new moon last month. Actually, what I did was I just remembered all of the positive things of my grandma who raised me Um because you can both get stuck in like the trauma and the negative stuff. But then like, if you can remember the the good, right. And then, uh, to release the bad and then help, you know, uh, elevate the good, uh, is, is a part of it. And that doesn't mean, you know, uh, don't think about the bad or, you know act like it doesn't exist but at some point you know we have to find a way to you know just take a moment for the good and so Mm. um yeah i'm just you know i'm really happy this was great
1: so with all that being said we bid you adieu with season two
0: um so i love you joe and uh thank you to all of our listeners and everybody who supports and loves on us we are so grateful for you we will be seeing you back for season three um And until then, you know, just get off into these last nine episodes and uh, continue listening, continue to subscribe uh, to Black and Brown Get Down on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And of course, on social media. Um, and leave us a review whenever it's working. Whenever it's, whenever working. it's working, I know. Whenever it's working, uh, slide into our DMs uh, if you have any questions or recommendations for next season. Uh, we love you.
1: Peace and blessings, good people. Love
0: you, Mary. Love you, Joe. Peace. Mm-hmm.